Come in. Hey, Adam. How you doing, brother? Good, dude. Sunday night, just did some homework. Oh, that stinks. <laughs> I I texted him earlier. I was like, we have damn surveillance balloons traveling across the country, and you're <laughs> over here doing, writing a paper. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. uh, yeah. So, so I'm in this, uh, for, for obviously, so I'm in this course that's a, you know, to prepare me for the role as a captain that's either command or, um, since I'm doing finance, it'll be like a finance budgeting officer position for a unit. And it's going pretty well. It's we're only in the second week, the second full week, but the papers are very army based right now. They're not necessarily finance based, which is mm, kind of cool. Okay. So, so I don't know anything about finance and that's part of the reason why I'm in the course. You know, there are prior finance guys who are also in the course, but right now we're just doing like philosophy of army leadership, army principles, army principles, ethics, trust, character, all that kind of stuff. So pretty simple in in my mind. Um, And that's the stuff it's, it it is conceptual, which I do appreciate. I like being able to argue opinions and make, argue, argue, make opinion develop opinions through arguments and fa- I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but yeah, it's cool. It's just, it's, it's very discussion based class instead of just like receiving information. So, right. Okay. Heck yeah, yeah man, man, it's good. So, so I finished my first, my first little paper and, um, yeah, you know, it's Got been pretty F. good. We, I, oh yeah, <laughs> so we, need, we need an 80% on Ooh. everything. I think that's the, that's like the min grade. Minimum okay. grade is 80%. So, I think it'll be fine. Um, but more importantly, I was able to go for a walk today. Took, took a break from my paper and got piped, man. Got got uh, some, what was it? One of those, I, I brought my Doug Finlay stack, old oh, yeah. chimney looking pipe. Smoking some GLP's Abingdon. Gosh, mm. that is a phenomenal tobacco. I was posting about it in the Discord for, for all the Glad to Get Pipe Pipe Club members. Some of you probably saw it. I smoked it for the first time, I think Monday last week, and I was doing it in route to to work. And man, it was just like very first smoke was a was a Nirvana smoke. Uh, really? It just, it just, yeah, dude, it just worked out so well. It tasted so good. It's a it's a deep English, but man, those peace blends they 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 find a way to really be different. And and, and different doesn't necessarily mean better. In this case, right. it does. But if you want to kind of take a step away from some of like the, the let's let's talk like the the dunhill early morning pipe it's a that's a pretty popular oriental english blend for some reason i don't know i just find that some of the glp blends when when they're labeled either virginia or virginia perique or or english they just have like a slight different nuance to them and mm. now that's like kind of an over overused thing just be like oh the nuances are great what does that mean to, to, to me what does that mean to each individual you know it's so subjective yeah. but but you know th- this blend has perique in it perique is something that you all know that i do not like but for some right. reason you know you, you put a good blender to put good tobaccos together and he, he that, that that is at the end of the day yeah that, that makes a good blender when someone can make something and make everybody like it you know a well, good whiskey kinda... distillery like makes yeah. whiskey that tastes good to people who don't like whiskey. You know what I mean? That, that's like my, my base of, you know, <laughs> of judgment when I taste things. Sometimes I'll be like, man, this was a great gingerbread cookie. 
and I hate gingerbread cookies. <laughs> so that, that just means it's so damn good. You know what I mean? Well, I was going to say, we, we were having a conversation with one of our friends, I think this last week. They'll, they'll know who they are. But they were like, the GLP's blends just hit every time. I think they even, he was saying like the same sort of thing as you. Like, it, they kind of just have their own unique thing where other, some of the other major blenders maybe don't always have that, where you don't get those nuances. They're just kind of like, oh, it's just another blend. Not to say that they're bad, but it's just like there's kind of not much difference. So it's it's hard for me to to get those nuances at this point, but there's definitely been some, um, a couple blends where I've really, really enjoyed it. One of them is actually, I know I always kind of go back to it, but the Loch Ness, um, which is funny because I believe Greg is... Um, he yep. he works with Drocker and Sons in some capacity as like a co. Yeah, so he he revamped all of those. Re- yeah. Blends. So yeah. so the company stopped making tobacco, and right. he, he took all of them and kind of brought them back for under the name Drocker and Sons. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's a GLP's blend. Yeah, and it's like man, it was so good. It was it was that was definitely one of those Nirvana smokes where I like got every little flavor in it, and it was really really good. Um, so yeah, it just goes to show like. The the when something is put into the right hands, as you said, it can be it can be made wonderful. Um, so that's awesome, man. I um not too much happened this weekend in terms of the the pipe smoking sphere or or week even. Well, we had some. Um, I actually bought a pipe. It's on its way. Um, Dude, I won't so say from I. I won't say from who yet until we. I like to have it in hand to kind of show it off, you know, on our our little video thing and then kind of explain it but uh yeah I'm, I'm excited he's he's a new pipe maker um and i think i got like his 12th pipe ever overall so that's pretty cool um i'm super excited about the one you got you sent it to me and it's kind of fire um so oh it's very far yeah not not his 12th pipe i'll tell you that much not as, but. yeah <laughs> no i'm curious do you there, there's something about when when we, when we enter this hobby there's there's something special about being one of the folks to purchase the pipe and smoke the pipe of someone who just got into it. You know, there, right. there's there's like a there's several stages of new guys uh, in in the hobby. So I'd say like if you're doing hobby wise, like maybe you're just making modifications uh, to certain pipes or whatever, you could consider that entry level. But I'm talking like after not just like a side gig. Hey, I, I smoke a lot of pipes and I wanted to make one in my garage and I made four and here they are. But for you to have like the 12th pipe, like that is 12. I almost think about it like the podcast. I remember uh, Mike Murphy from the pipe and tamper mm. eighth episode. He said, congratulations. You beat, you beat episode seven. And he said, statistically like, all podcasts, not just pipes, literally all podcasts yeah. don't make it to seven. And so almost I'm, I'm sure there's a number for pipe makers as well. I don't know what that is, but you know, the best number I got is seven. So he's, he's passed his seven pipes and now he's at his, his 12 man. And it's cool. It, it must, it, it's gotta be special to, you know, take a gamble there. You, like you are, yeah. going to buy, you're purchasing a product that is not going to be the best. It's just fact, you know, yeah, I mean? but for sure, but, but it's great. So you can also learn from yourself about pipe smoking. You can compare it to, all of the the pipes from the guys that have been making pipes for a decade, you know, you can compare it to the Piccadilly, yeah. you know, from a gentleman who's been yeah. you know, making pipes for two decades. So 
be really interesting to see your thoughts. I'd love to take a look at it too when when you get it when we link up eventually. You know, hold yeah. in my hands and see. You know, it's kind of cool as we as both of you and I are getting a little bit older into the sphere. Uh, you know, I'll be honest, with you, a little bit more me, but I'm able to see interesting pieces on on pipes that yeah. are. I'm not a maker, but I can be like, oh, you know, I would have maybe done a little something a little different here. And it's yeah. kind of interesting, you know, and, and it's it's all positive. It's it's cool. So so but when yeah, you I'm excited to hear how it goes. Yeah, and that's the thing when you're at your level where you're, and and like others, you know, you're doing it every day, right? Like you're you're looking at it every day, a a pipe, whether it's a factory or an artisan or cob or whatever. You know, it's like you're you're looking at this typically wood device and saying like, oh, this is beautiful, oh, and you you notice the little things, and then mm-hmm. like a- after Nate, after the conversation with Nate, like I think we're both ruined because we're all gonna we're. I think everyone who listened to the podcast in that episode is going to be looking at the draft hole now and seeing like, oh, is it at the bottom, you know, right there? And it's like, there's all these things that I now know literally just from one single conversation that if has, you know, I don't want to say tainted, but tainted my view of what I am looking at now in a good way to be like, hey, maybe, maybe I'll wait another year to get a pipe from this guy um, or gal. And, uh, yeah, I it was one of those weird moments. Um, you know, when I reached out to him, I was like, "Hey, uh, I you know we we were discussing a little bit, but ultimately, I was like, the reason I like reached out to you is because you're new. Like, I like Hell your yeah. pipes. I, th- I think yeah. they're pretty, but but ultimately, like, I don't know. I just want, I want, I wanted some someone's like tenth pipe or yeah fifteenth pipe just to say like if they continue this one day and they're making two hundred, three hundred, a thousand pipes. I think Yanos he posted he had like fifteen hundred fifteen hundredth pipe and he's 1500th. already posted three or four since. Yeah man. Wild, that's cool. Man. No, that's cool man. There there's times where I've actually, you know, probably a year or so ago, especially as this was starting to develop, I, I almost got like this almost, I didn't, but I almost got this chip on my shoulder. To where mm. I was like, oh, I shouldn't get a new pipe maker's pipes. And mm. I didn't like that. I didn't like where my mind was going. It was like an in, intrusive thoughts, which I did not like. But this guy, uh, Pipes by Wu, um, he, he he had posted a couple pipes that had been following him for a while. I, I don't own one yet, so maybe the intrusive thoughts won. But I was like, man, this guy's got beautiful pipes. How many? How many? How long has he been making them? Who's he learned from? That I don't necessarily care, but I'm just curious. And I saw like pipe number, you know, like 45. I was like, what? Really? This looks really beautiful for only making 45 45. pipes. And, 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 you know, when we say number 45, that's, that's number sold. You talk to any artisan, anyone's going to say, yeah, I've made way more, but these are the number of of sold pipes or or pipes that I'm attempting to sell. But yeah, there was a pipe, I think it was pipe 79 when I was eventually like, man, I really, really want to get this. And I don't care whether he's made less than a hundred pipes or whatever, like, if it's pretty, it's pretty. If it, I'm sure it'll smoke and it'll s- smoke to the point where I, I at least know how I can learn how to pack it properly if there's some minor issues. But I didn't because when I when I saw the close ups of the of the pipe, I, I just it was a little bit too big for what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the 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 pictures he takes they're very beautiful, but they also make the pipes look smaller. And I'm I'm a sucker for for some of the smaller pipes, but. Yeah, so I didn't end up getting it, but I, but it's a guy who's my eyes have been on for a long time. I'm waiting for that one perfect pipe to come by him, and um, yeah, man, that that's super interesting. And and I would encourage everyone listening to to not be that guy to to not let those intrusive thoughts like 
sometimes you got to take a gamble and you got to consider price too. You know, I, I, I really do not believe someone who's made less than, you know, a hundred pipes should be charging, you know, much over $200 if at all. Uh, that That's my own opinion. I'm sure many guys would share something similar. Uh, it depends on what you're getting, but for the most part, I'm not saying if a guy has pipe number nine available and it's $300, $350, I, I would probably, you know, maybe step back unless you've learned from, you know, Tom Elton. I don't know. Maybe that, then there'd be some good reason to, to purchase that, but I don't know. Not necessarily worried about price or how many pipes, but, but if you like mm-hmm. it, man, take, take a shot for it. But anyway, my point is it, it must feel pretty special to support. I mean, that yeah. is, that's definitely a support piece. It is hard to, you know, it's a little bit easier to see a guy who, from a from a purchasing standpoint who has a very long experience and portfolio uh, in, right. in the sphere, and you know, to only say, yeah, this is my ninth or twelfth or even forty fifth pipe. You know, sometimes that, that's hard to sell that. It is even if they're you know top of the line, but right, that's yeah, cool, man, for sure. But uh, yeah, that kind of that kind of closes out that part. But there there's one big thing that Adam and I. We're gonna be we're gonna be punching and we're gonna be we're gonna be talking out about from here on out because this past week we booked our our tickets to Chicago, baby. We booked them. Ay, 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 ay. We're going yeah, to Chicago. What they, yeah, what do they say in Chicago? Like, hey, deep whoa, dish pizza. It's so windy. But if you if you didn't know already, Chicago deep dish pizza, the it's mob sauce. Where's that? New York? <laughs> I think I that's New York. Well, Portillo has like the oh yeah, Portillo, Portillo, Portillos, Portillos. Portillos are not they're not Hispanic. <laughs> Portillos, no, it's Portillos, dude. Portillos. Never going to Portillos. Listen to the Chicago episode yeah. of the Get Pie Podcast. Way way the hell back, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But we're going uh, April twenty seventh through the thirtieth. Get pipe will be there. Uh, the twenty eighth through the thirtieth, we're flying in early on that on that Friday, and uh, yeah, we are excited. A lot of great stuff happening there. A lot of pictures to be taken. A lot of videos to be taken. A lot of pipes to be bought. We're gonna be we're gonna be getting piped. We're gonna be hanging out. There will be. And we need to we need to confirm where, but there will be a get piped pipe community meetup in Chicago. So stand by for more details on that. And, uh, and yeah. that's not because it's a secret; we just haven't done it yet. No, we, we don't just, know what we're we just do. have, yeah, we haven't figured it out. So stay so tuned. On that, if for, you're, yeah, if you're from Chicago or you're in the area and you got an idea that's not Portillo's, um, <laughs> sorry, Jason Patrick, uh, <laughs> let me know, man. Let let me know for some cool spots that can. It probably house like a good amount of people, you know, maybe, yeah. it's, maybe it's, I'd love, I'd love to get like dinner or I, I don't know. It, it'd be tough. Maybe it's just like drinks, whether non-alcoholic or not, you know, just, just a place to, to kind of get away for yeah, a, night, go to a pub. That'd be really, really cool. So, so send us some, um, send us your, your thoughts, show at getpipe.co or just reach out to us through Instagram, discord, all that stuff. But yeah, head to the Chicago pipe show.com for more information. Get your, get your room rates. I th- Adam hated that. So get your room rates. <laughs> Wrong button. <laughs> and uh, yeah, book book your hotels uh, at the, I believe it's the Lincolnshire Marriott. Uh, again, more information, chicagopipeshow.com. Check that out. Um, and while we're at it, 
subscribe to our newsletter at getpipe.co, not getpipe.com, getpipe.co, our Piping Hot Monthly newsletter. That just went out last week um, for our February edition where we we touched on a little bit December, a little bit of January. This is our uh, just our Get Pipe newsletter where we just kind of discuss the what happened last month, what's looking back, looking ahead, and uh, it's a great way to get some information about you know inside information about what's what's going on in Get Pipe. So if you had been a member of the newsletter, you would have already known firsthand that we already booked our our trip to Chicago. So just a little little insight to that. Um, While you're on the website and subscribing to the newsletter, join our Buyer Round Club. Adam and I both just want to say thank you so much to all of our one-timers and subscribers to the Buyer Round Club. If you don't know what it is, it's our you know, Patreon, our self-Patreon sort of thing. We don't want to use Patreon. We want to do it ourselves. So we set up something on our our store, our website, getpipe.co, where you can buy around for us. We have three tiers. Our coffee tier is $3. Again, you could do it one time where you could subscribe $3 a month. That's it. Buy us a drink, buy us a round. That's why we're calling it that. Um, the next tier is the pint, pint of Guinness. You know, come on, get pipe loves Guinness. Those are kind of synonymous. That's for $7. And our Wee Dram, which is a shot of good whiskey, that's our $10 level. Again, if you subscribe, that's just once a month. And it's a, it's a big help to get piped um, to the get pipe community. It's, it allows us to provide a lot of awesome things to the community as well. Um, and yeah, these uh, there's, there's tiers and stuff with it. You can find it out on the website. But as we always say, don't do it for don't do it for the perks, don't do it for the tears. Do it out of the goodness of your heart to support. Get piped, um, and finally, we've got our pocket jars on sale. We got our get pipe merch T-shirts. More to come this year. More fun stuff, and make sure as you are listening to this, if you're if you're not driving currently or you're at a, a stoplight and it's legal to use your phone, follow and subscribe to the podcast so you always get notified. If you aren't already, but whew, a lot of talking, Adam, sir, and the community, we are diving into a little pipe nightmares, even though it's not Halloween. So here we go. Well, it's never, it's just gotta be, it can start on <laughs> Halloween. Oh, you, the spooky voice, I guess. Ooh, yeah, it was, a, it was a spooky voice. Anyways, I was real we'll, quick. I was listening to a song the other day, a punk rock song. <laughs> it's called I was, I'm was. i trying to find more music on Spotify that's where I listen uh, so if you are listening on Spotify to the Get By Podcast make sure you go over there and, and throw us a, a rating we're at 94 right now I'm trying so hard to get oh, to dang. 100 and I, we, we're up we're up one a big plus one in the past three weeks so we're <laughs> trying to get to, to 100 so go ahead and do that but but I'm on a, on a you know Spotify and I have like a discover weekly thing and essentially just kind of pin, pings you with music you would arguably like based on all the algorithm stuff of what you listen to, right? And this one like punk rocky alternate scene emo y song came on and the band was um the band name was not great. The song name was great. I think the band name was like Diarrhea Overload. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Something like that. And the song the song name was Ghost with a Boner. <laughs> and, and and I say and, and 
I, I, this is not a grotesque podcast, especially for the folks who are just discovering oh us recently. Um, I say that because one, it's funny. Um, but two, I was thinking about like, I, I would imagine what they meant was the ghost with like the, just like a white cloth, you know, like <laughs> with the two eye holes and then just like a little, maybe a little, little stick coming out from somewhere else. I just thought that was kind of funny, but uh, yeah, well, our, so- our, I don't know. Maybe Is that with the nightmare, maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you were like, boo, nightmare. And you're oh, talking okay. a ghost. And then I think like, boo, whoa, ghost with a partner. Uh, anyway, so no, but this is a, this is, despite the name, this is a, a work friendly podcast. So I hope that it was at least a hilarious name um, for, for a song that I thought was, was pretty funny. But anyway, so this pipe nightmares is not going to be nearly as crazy not as poorly named either it actually doesn't have a name but should be pretty good let's get right into it my friends after our little uh, ghost with a ex- insert <laughs> yeah i feel like i feel like we need is to- it an expletive i feel I like know. it might be we got our one did i say it once i think i said it once and then i beat yeah. it the second time so yeah. so we get our one that gives us our but here's the-, in the, the pg category if we say one more we get a pg 13 rating oh okay all right yeah because here's the thing like we aren't that way which is hilarious. Like, I love that. I love that we keep the show for the most part how it is. But also, like, yeah. if you if you're gonna see us at Chicago, for example, oh yeah, yeah, you know, what I mean? like a little I bit more. Yeah. What I don't want. What I don't want is for pipe smoker listening on it within his car, and then little sons like, yeah, hey, little- Dad, this <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. I mean. No, I dad and tell him, but I don't know. Like, I don't want. I don't want to have to put that on. You know, young That's dad fair. or mom or you know, uncle, like, grandmother. I don't know. <laughs> it's like definitely a thought now, like that I have because, dude, and most most people understand it. You probably will even have some understanding. These little kids, man, are just repeaters, dude. Like, oh well, I, I was I was gonna say I, I was at the movies the other day, and <laughs> there was like a there's like a flock of young children and kids like quote grow up faster Dude, than they did when we were kids so quick you know so, so quick still, so they still look young they still act young but they say things that aren't are not young, young. it's wild dude it's it's anyways yeah that's we're talking pipe nightmares we're not talking <laughs> i don't know we're yeah that's a real life nightmare but let's, yeah, let's get to the life. pipe nightmare all right all right so Pipe Nightmares, for those of you who don't know, um, this is our our series where we discuss a legitimate pipe nightmare. We've talked before about stems breaking or tenons breaking, whatever, your pipe just breaks. We've talked about tongue bite. Uh, If you listen to our Halloween, that was more of like an actual nightmare that I wrote. Um, but yeah, we, these, these are things that people, most people deal with, maybe not on a daily basis, but when, when you do deal with them, they are 
they are not uh, fun. So that's why they're called nightmares. Um, so anyways, our, our, our pipe nightmares, Adam typically writes these. Uh, we discuss the kind of one-off, maybe not one-off, but these nightmares that most pipe smokers have, like your pipe breaking. We discussed that. We talked about tongue bite. Uh, we talked about, I think a couple other things. And it's just these things that as pipe smokers, we do not want to deal with. We have legitimate nightmares about. Uh, so today Adam wrote one and uh, it's kind of a short story sometimes, maybe a poem. So we kind of are maybe morphing a couple of our other series into one, but these, uh, these are, are true, true nightmare scenarios. And I actually haven't read this one today. So all I know about this uh, pipe nightmare today is that I get to choose an accent. That's about it. I haven't read it yet. I think because we are now both in the South, um, I think I'm going to choose a Southern accent. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. And uh, yeah. Adam, any, anything else to touch on for our pipe nightmares? No, I mean, you kind of nailed it. Pipe nightmares is a, is a good one. Uh, like you said, it does kind of morph a couple series. It's, this one's just fun. It's supposed to be comedic yeah. relief ish. It's just a fun time to, to kind of highlight a problem that a lot of pipe smokers have. And this is our way of, uh, of telling it through the, through the woes and misfortunes of some other person. So uh, the, the most recent pipe nightmares was a Halloween edition, which did feature the same principles, but it was a special. So it actually came out on a Monday. I think Halloween was a, uh, was the Monday, yep. which yeah, is pretty cool. So it was a two fur. You got a two fur that week. And uh, so for that reason, it wasn't as funny. It was supposed to be, it actually wasn't funny at all. It was supposed to be an actual a, nightmare. Yeah. So it was cool. It was that you got a little, little break there, but we're back to the, uh, the OG ridiculous. <clears throat> <laughs> You're going to hate it. Uh, and I'm going to love it. So yeah, bring us, bring us through Nick. All right. Um, <clears throat> do you think like, uh, do you think like that big chicken old, old? Yeah. Let's get, let's get, a, let's get a, let's get a, let's get a, let's get a test right. going. Give me, give me, give me. Test one. Test one. This is test one. This is a kind mm, of a mm, no, mm. no. All right. This is a test two. I'm talking a southern Georgia peach. I'm talking a, a good, I like it. A good friend of ours that <laughs> I like it. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> no good. No good. I writeth againeth in anguish, um, <coughs> anguish. To the day it has been four score, or oh, oh, maybe more days since I picked up the pipe, the magical pipe, the elegant pipe, <laughs> the pipe that is so fabled to bring ease and merriment. Yet of those many things, my pipe yields none of them. In fact, again, I sit, not puffing, rating my pipe a zero skull. Every time I pick up my pipe to smoke, I load her up with tobacco, grab a lighter, and light away. I then suck from the stem, but nothing comes out. The only sucking tonight is the sucking of my pipe, but not by me. As in the 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 pipe is sucked. The 
the paps the pap sucks the pa- because when i suck the pap does it it's it just sucks it just sucks so how is it possible to light a leaf watch it burn smell it burn hear it burn and then move right to the stem and receive nothing no smoke no flavor no nothing <laughs> as the uh, english would mock say the quotes in a mockingly english at oh wait Okay. <clears throat> oh, good fellow, are you stupid? Just learn the packing technique. Or perhaps it's literally because your pipe costs less than a single bow or wow. And maybe you should try an artisan, the artisan's artistry piece of art like mine. Then, oh, Bollocks, I'll tell you what, bollocks. This practice is bollocks. How I yearn for a flavorful flavor that the tale speaks of, but I am left with nothing. Or if I am unlucky, hot smoke. In fact, the other day I went away to say hey to my tobacconists array. There they were, hundreds of tents arrayed like craft beers at the craft beer place. I reached for the sugary, happy, creamy, snickerdoodle, cookie brulee, birthday cake evening. But the man behind the counter slapped my hand away. Surely you'd like real pop tobacco, yes? Well, let me direct you to this English mixtures. The man then packed my shopping bag with 35 tins of various jumbled numbers and letters. Oh, you'll love these if you're a real pop smoker. Well, it appears I am not a real pop smoker, for those tasted absolutely horrible. Ravishing they were to my mouth and my heart. English mixture? More like miserable mixture. Tell me what, Mr. Englishman, how does it taste so good for everyone but me, huh? I watched your YouTube channel. I don't have COVID-19. I should be able to, to taste the magic, shouldn't it? It's all rubbish. As they'd say, oh, smoke this every Tuesday. I think you might have something wrong with you. Bollocks, I say. I, the taste is terrible when I do find it, but the rest of the time, the pap just goes out. I pack according to the three pinch, one like a girl, one like a woman, and one like a man. So tell me, Mr. Englishman, what, what's wrong with this then? And (laughs) (laughs) everyone from the South, everyone from England, and then everyone who's who's just sensitive, like to to being nice, is just gone. (laughs) (laughs) They stopped listening. Man, wow, that was um, is one of those ones that was lot lot to lot to unpack. Let's uh, let's go through it. First of all, I. I am glad that I I chose that accent. I will say it, it was good. That I think if I did like 
you know, like I think like oh like a Boston like against like the British, you know, I don't know like some some like that. But dude, the Southern that that crushed it. That was a that was a good one. Yeah. So so tell me about this. How is this how is this a pipe nightmare? I mean, I I think I know, but I mean, I think I've encountered this nightmare before. But but what was going on in your head when you were you were writing this in terms of like the for the for the layman like yeah so so we'll start at the beginning so he says uh to the day it's been four score uh so 80 years no 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 yeah well four score and seven years ago is eight yeah but seven years so four score and seven years so it's so four 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 score is just 80 80 but so, so, oh, so days. I guess what oh, I was day. trying to get yeah, was right. 80 days. Yeah. 80 days. Maybe I could have thrown okay. the word day in there, but so he, so he, 80 days sounds like a long time. It's not for a pipe smoker. And it's, it's no, tough that's because not. it's super tough because you, how do you get someone onto a hobby and be like, oh yeah, 80 days, you should maybe have not it at all down. Dude, I mean, like, here's the thing. I've, I've done it for a year. Granted, I don't, I mean, I could, eh, I, not that I can count the amount of times I, you know, I've piped on my finger, but like the, the amount of times overall in a year I've piped, I've gotten piped, like, isn't that, that many, but man, That's like yeah. 360, yeah, okay. 365 days, like it's not a lot of time. I guess, yeah, I would add if he were to smoke every single day for 80 days, he'd probably mm. be pretty he'd be more adept than he was. Right. But, right, right. but, but you're right. Cause you're realistically, if you're, especially if you're just getting the hobby, not even realistically, you're, you're definitely just not smoking every day. Right. People who smoke every day, don't even smoke every day. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah okay. But so, okay. So he's, so we've established he's a new pipe smoker in it. And when we talk about these pipe nightmares, we're, we're typically looking at the newer guys. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's not to, that's not to say that this stuff doesn't happen to everyone. You know, everyone's get everyone gets their pipe to whistle a little bit. Sometimes you get a little bit of gurgle. I do too. Uh, all the the Brian Levines of the world do as well. Um, and and for this, he one, emails this us. He's like, I never get. I've gurgle. never had pipe gurgle ever. <laughs> um, no, but for this one, so he he he's obviously very sh- frustrated. Uh, he he's. It seems he he took to the pipe because it came with a. You know this idea of being elegant. You know this this magical kind of experience. So he he definitely was watching the the YouTube videos, the YTPC, and he was like, "Wow, this stuff looks amazing." Everyone's saying how wonderful it is, how philosophical it can be. Uh, I think that alone could be somewhat of a flag. You know, like those are things you learn, not some things you not things that you just mm, accept immediately. You, you know. So, so I, I know how awesome the pipe is and I know how like magical it is. And I, I talk about it in my videos because I've been doing it for at least enough time to understand that, you know, my right. first pipe smoke, hell no, what was I in you? I mean, I was having fun with my friends. You can listen to that episode. I think it's the episode 001, uh, the origins, but, but I didn't have like this out of body experience where I could then write the next, you know, manuscript for what what the heck ever you know what i mean like i didn't right 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 the nicotine didn't take over my mind and i was the new chat GPT, <laughs> you know what i mean i wasn't it's just it was just it's, it's it was just an event that just happened and it went away 
Right. But as you continue to smoke and understand, really taste the flavors, it becomes a very personal, elegant experience. But he wants that. This guy wants that. I mean, what's his name? Let's give him a name. Um, Mill, Millet, Mill, Mill, Millward. Um, would you say Millard? Millward. Millward. I like Millward. Like a, yeah, he sounds like a Millward. My name is Millward. Yeah, that's pretty good. If you're Millward and you're Millward, <sighs> like Hogglebottom. <laughs> that sounds like a British. Hobbit. Yes, yeah, a Brit, the British <laughs> Alfred Strongmane. <laughs> They're all like medieval barons. Harry Potter barons. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. His name's Millward Smith. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay, so Mister Smith. You know, so he he is a new pipe smoker, and he, he he's he's yearning for that experience that that he watches and he reads about from all the Instagram posts, all these all these beautiful YouTube videos that are made. Getpipe.com slash get or YouTube.com slash getpipe, <laughs> and you know he's like, where where the heck is this? So so he he's he's talking about how he's trying to smoke, and he grabs his tobacco, he grabs his lighter, and he lights away, and but he's unable to draw. So a lot of folks will say suck. A lot of new guys. Because that's what you're doing. You're sucking air out of mm. you know the smoke. Not a great word, great as you can word. tell when you when you heard his his description of the the, <laughs> the process. I, the word "draw" heart. is is definitely the the better mm. word to use, and it can get redundant. But you know, as he drew from the pipe, he, you know he wasn't getting much, whether it was flavor or even air. Like he might not have had some some resistance in there, or he might have had too much resistance in there. So. That's what I'm leading to believe, and that is a common problem, and it's something that even to this day, you know, both you and I will have, uh, many of the listeners will have, and yep. it's it, it's just a reality. And we've talked about this too many times, and 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 the unfortunate reality there is you got to redo it, you know. Yeah. So so he does not get that very clearly, and that's part one of his nightmare that he kind of tries to push through it. Can I ask a quick question? Because I think I heard it before, and it might have been on the Discord as well, and this might be helpful to some folks if they're having trouble with their draws did i hear somewhere if you put a um a pipe cleaner at the bottom as you're packing it that can help with the draw yeah so that that's actually big brain uh so what what some folks will do is it's it is brilliant and if you're thinking about it, if you're sitting down you know with your pipe board your leather trays whatever what have you it, it's not a bad you know idea to to grab a a pipe cleaner insert it through the stem all the way so it's just touching through the through the draft hole, and then you load your pipe as you would. And there's several different methods. We There's one that's mentioned here. We'll get to that in a minute. But essentially what you're doing is you're keeping that hole open. Uh, I remember there was one time where I was smoking a very, very new pipe smoker four-ish years ago, four or five years ago, and I was in Georgia, still in Georgia, and I went to this local pipe shop, and I was trying to draw from my Peterson tankard, so a very narrow pipe, right? Tankards are very difficult to pack. And it was a church warden or something and I'm trying to smoke it. And, and it just, it, I wasn't getting enough air. And I was like, man, I really got to restart this whole thing. And I don't want to do that. Cause I thought I did it so well. And one of the dudes who worked there, he was working kind of like part-time was like, are you serious, bro? Like you could just throw in your tamper and then like kind of move it. You haven't. And I was like, what? You move it, move it around. And I was like, I don't know. I was, I was like, I feel like I've done that before and it never worked, you know, trial and error. It just felt like I was making things worse. 
And he's like, oh, dude, you're just not experienced enough. You know, you'll figure it out. And then so I, for another like several months, I'm trying to insert insert the pick of the three piece pipe tool towards the the back of the bowl where it would go directly down vertically into to, to, to touch that draft hole, kind of clear out that draft hole. So I'm like trying to move the bottom of this this damn pick, but not the top to to move all of the tobacco. And then you slowly pull it back out. Never worked. <laughs> like I don't, maybe maybe I'm still wrong, but I, I'm convinced that he just wasn't didn't know that, what he was talking about. Yeah, he he didn't seem like he knew what he was talking about. Um, but you know, he's he's just helped out on the weekend. I think he got paid in cigars or something, or like pipe tobacco. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like he didn't actually yeah, like, get paid. You know, so which is a good gig. But my point is, I don't think he was, you know, as well learned. I don't know if he knew what the country squire radio was or you know the pipes pipes mag. You know, like he just probably wasn't very well into the sphere. Um. And so, anyway, so my point is, you really do got to restart, man. You really got to restart that pack. So, Mr. Mr. Well, Millward Smith apparently thought, <laughs> well, if I just follow the video, it should be good. And that's the end of the day. Uh, it takes a lot of practice, a lot, a lot of practice. Uh, that requires a lot of patience. So, understanding it doesn't work. So, then he goes on to, you know, talk about lighting it. So, maybe you'll light it. Um, for the times that it, it does have a little bit of a draw and the pipe goes out and he's like, what is going on? Why, why can I light it? Why can I see it be burning? Why can I taste it? Barely smell it. And then as soon as I try to draw again, it's as if the moment I went from putting my eye above the bowl to moving the stem, just a couple degrees to my mouth, drawing, and then it goes out. Right. That is almost a mystery to me, but I know the answer. It's you need to pack better. <laughs> Dude, I hate it. I'm like, I hate it. No, looking at it, it, I'm like, this is like basically a campfire. I'm looking at. It, I see all these beautiful red, orange, you it's know, smoking embers. up. Yeah, it's... I'm like, all right, all right, here we go. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like a barely even a, a whisper of a wisp of smoke. And yeah, no, man, it happens, and it's it's an interesting phenomenon. And you know, I'm sure ten years from now, I'll have a little bit more insight on it uh, on on why it happens. But you know. If, what I found is if I just take that exact same tobacco, same exact humidity, exact hydration level, whatever it is, and just repack it and do that proper pack, for some reason, it works out well. Um, and, and and that's what's interesting about this hobby, man, is it requires a lot of patience. Um, so so that that's his first step. So, so he's having some packing issues for sure. Um, and then another thing is he seems to have this thing against the English. And, mm, and, uh, he does. And, and I, I do want to touch on that too. Um, we know especially in reading when we read about, you know, the Dunhills, um, you know, all these like old famous, you know, London based English based pipe making companies. They're very, what's a good word for it. I don't want to say, I mean, stuck up, but they oh, have like okay, this okay. very, you know, there, there's, there's so many stories out there of folks going into Dunhill old night in the old eighties, nineties, going into Dunhill stores and if you had like a, a corn cob on you or if you mentioned you smoked a corn cob or something, that the the dealers would turn, almost turn you away. They're like, oh, psh, even, whether you can afford this or not, this pipe is not for you. You know, they, really? they, they almost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was very common. It's, it wasn't <laughs> they didn't teach you to do that. They didn't teach their, the salesman to, to act like that. Uh, but it, it was definitely a problem. Uh, and it, it still kind of permeates in in the right. today especially on some like the facebook groups you'll see people you know get really defensive over seeing dunhill pipes 
um, they're like, oh, why would I why would I purchase that when my corn cob does the same thing? And, and it's a good point. It is. But we don't have to be, you know, so polarizing, so negative about mm. it when we approach that. You true, know true, what I mean? true, true, true. Um, but but I, I would imagine that some of those feelings, some of those bitter feelings towards some of these higher priced, uh, you know, factory pipe companies is because of that stigma that was was built. And, you know, so he he's was probably one of those guys who was on YouTube, watched a couple videos, joined a couple Facebook groups, saw these posts that are like, oh, this is how you're supposed to think. And that is a huge, that is a fundamental problem in pipe smoking uh, is, is guys will, I mean, it's tough for me to say because I am a new, I was a new pipe smoker when I first made my first video for the most part. I'm still learning. I smoked a lot, but you know, you could argue that I didn't know exactly what I was talking about when I was making my yep. videos. But that's why I didn't talk about things that I didn't know what I was talking about. You know, I didn't say like, this is, these are the three main things that make up, you know, an Oriental blend or whatever. Like this yeah. is the, the ratio, you know what I mean? So it was all, or it was all you, philosophical based. Yeah. And if you did, it was like, oh, this is what I do. Like, try yeah, it out. Based on it's this still, experience, even, this thing I read or, yeah. So. And it's like, well, even well, to well, this day, that's, that's how it is. Right. That's pipe as you please, man. Exactly, exactly. And, and and we'll all come back to pipe as you please, but but for Mr. for Mr. Millward Smith, he it seems he 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 watched some videos or something where, you know, maybe some folks didn't necessarily know exactly what they were doing properly um and and decided to they I mean, they're eager, man. I don't think these guys are bad guys. Like there, there's this big problem right. Maybe not right now, but with the YouTube pipe community around the time when I got into, just probably I was just at the the tail end, I think, where where folks were jumping on just making videos it was like recycled content um and i was i was reading a, a discussion about this in the discord uh, the galactic get pipe pipe club and it was very interesting because i remember seeing it i remember seeing like a video where i was like man i feel like i just watched this video but from someone like uh mutton chop piper you know one of the one of the top guys i was like i feel like you're just kind of saying exactly what he said so so what, <laughs> what what's your intent here and and that's kind of where ironically as I, I as i attempted to make videos on why you should smoke pipes and different things you should do to start they're all the same thing but they had my approach to it they had my char- charisma with it and now they, they also served as like a newer fresher uh, approach as opposed to i didn't just sit in my mutton chop piper lounge like mutton chop piper did and and talk in his very calm mutton chop piper way uh, like i didn't just copy his 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 thing you know what i mean and I thought that as a video coming out in the year 2020, it would it would make more sense. But what I do feel is Mr. Millward here was kind of stuck in the old 2015, 16, 17 age where you know, there was a lot of recycled content just to get views, just to to, to get in there. And, and again, I think a lot of these guys have good intentions. They they love the, the hobby and they just want to talk about it. But, you know, there's there's better ways to go about it. And, and unfortunately, there was a little bit of you know misinformation spread, you know, people teaching you how to pack a pipe. When they might not know completely themselves, that was that was kind of what, what we're getting at. So so clearly, Mr. Millward uh, Smith does not know precisely how to do it, um, and he gets very defensive. So he gets defensive towards those you know those hoity toity Englishmen, um, you know, kind of in a mocking way. And uh, <laughs> at one point, he he takes a step back and he's like, you know what? Let me ter- let me turn my attention to something else that pisses me off. And it was. <laughs> Him going to a tobacco store, he sees a bunch of tins. This is one of the best feelings in the world, man. A lot of pipe smokers, a lot of listeners, man. You guys have not had this, and that that hurts me. 
True. Hopefully, you know, come to Chicago, man. We'll go to Ewan Reese and we'll we'll see oh, see what yeah. this magical experience is. But you go into a pipe store and you just see hundreds of pipe tins or tobacco tins. Oh man, it's like I get so giddy to see in the wall of gold, those gold I'm tins. So the it's it's great, man. But but uh, so he very fortunately has one very close by, and he goes in, he sees all these tins, and he he, he gravitates as most young guys do. Uh, to the hobby, young guys in terms of age and, ex- or excuse me, in, in, in terms of experience as opposed to age, he gravitates towards those good, happy, smelly, tasty, aromatic-y blends. Um, so well, let's play Let's play a game. Is it an aromatic? The blend he picked up was sugary, happy, creamy, snickerdoodle, cookie, brulee, birthday cake. Evening. <laughs> is there a maybe option <laughs> <laughs> so so he he naturally he, he wanted something tasty man and, and he and, and again another another problem with with pipe smoking is you read that you read that label when you're a new guy and you're like wow this will absolutely i want to eat I love, it i love birthday cake i would love to taste it well you know not, while watching my calories and it will have some sweetness to it of course but it's, it's definitely not going to be exactly what what it says, sure. if you and if you have a million blends like Lane does and Sutliff does, like some of them are going to hit the mark a little bit closer than the others. <laughs> but uh, but before you can even get this blend, a a very unpleasant tobacconist, you know, he slaps his hand away and he says, "Oh, don't you want a real tobacco? Or do you want? Well, yeah, are you a real mm. pipe smoker? And you need to smoke a real tobacco, which is an English mixture." So which just all, also feeds into that negativity towards the English. Now we got like a divide. He's he's in this aromatic defense, <laughs> you know, English bad kind of thing. And and we don't want any of that, man. They're both both are good, both have their place. But this is a thing, man. Out there you'll find there are still folks to this day who will be mean. There's like no other word to say, literally mean mm. the people who smoke aromatics, which is absolutely ridiculous. Like, how can it's interesting to me because you look at like We'll take Jeremy Reeves, for example. Imagine going up to the, like a guy like him and being like, aromatics aren't real tobacco. And it's like, it's like, brother, I make the tobacco. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> like, na- okay, name name seven components, go. Like, you don't know what tobacco, you know what I mean? Like, those guys just, yeah. it, it's, again, it's a, a recycled kind of, you know, cl- uh, click that's, that, that formed at, at some point in time and, and uh, yeah, it's not not going well for uh, Mr. Smith because he, you know, now is against English a, a, as a whole because because people are so ardently against you know the blend that he wanted. But right. anyway, so so he gets all these tins, apparently thirty five or whatever, and they're all. I, I did have to poke my fun in it. The 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 jump, what various jumbled names, jumbled numbers, numbers and letters. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 English guys love doing that. Having random that, numbers and codes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. We talked about. I think uh, forget what it was, but like changing the names of all these yeah. like legacy tin or legacy blends to maybe something new. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that got a lot of that got a lot of hate, and and yeah. I I, I, agree, I agree with both sides. I agree with my side. Uh, and I also yeah. agree with the opposition. I don't think they should necessarily change names, but I don't know. If, make it make it easier for like new guys to understand what it is. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so 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 he gets all these he gets all this tobacco, all these English blends or whatever, and he's like, now you're going to be a real pipe smoker if you enjoy these. And he's like, you know what? Okay, maybe and he tries them, and of course, dude, new guys just typically won't appreciate the English man. It's there's yeah. a lot to learn from it, and he did not, and now he got 
very upset by calling it the miserable mixture as opposed to the English mixture. And then he just, then he's, then he becomes mean. He <laughs> starts doing more imitations. Um, but, but one thing I want to say is, so, so he says, I watch your YouTube channel pronounced YouTube. Um, YouTube. he doesn't understand the flavors bad. He doesn't have COVID 19. <laughs> he's like, I should be able to taste the magic magic. Shouldn't I? Um, he's like, if I smoke this every day, you know, shouldn't I be able to find the flavor? Uh, and then he, he utters one last thing. He says, I pack according to the three pinch, one like a girl, one like a woman, and one like a man. And how, Mr. Englishman, how is this all wrong? And then he ends his letter or note or whatever. I don't even know how Get Piped acquired this tale, this nightmare. Um, but but of course, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Millward is certainly in a, in a, in a nightmare. But, you know, the, the key takeaway here, man, is 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 patience. So mm. this man is is clearly the example of a, a new pipe smoker who lacks that patience. And it's tough, man. It's tough to find that patience when you're so excited, when you spend so much money on something. And it's like, hey, let me get into this hobby. But I have to wait several months to maybe even a year to fully understand it. And that's with that's with patience. That's with acting yeah. every single, you know, once a week, once every other week of trying to figure this out, practicing my packing practicing my drawing, practicing my cadence, practicing or, or rather studying the different pipe shapes and, and understanding how tobacco affects different ones, studying the different tobacco blends, trying different tobacco blends. You know, that's, there's so much to this hobby, man. You know, you give a guy one English blend and you give him two months to smoke it every single day. He'll probably come up with some good stuff. He'll probably find some good flavors by the end, but whether he likes English or not, he'll be able to understand it a little bit more. But now you throw in a Virginia and like the whole process kind of resets. And then Mm. you throw in a different type of Virginia, the whole process resets. So it's like how I can see how a young guy like this, this mill word in terms of, you know, again, experience is struggling. He's like, man, I just, I can't keep up. I have all these tins. I try it one different, every different day and they all stink. That's because you got to try, you got to really understand the tobacco. You got to put a lot of time. You got to put a lot of patience into each and every single blend, man. You know, not every, sometimes you'll get a Nirvana smoke, man. But sometimes I've had a Nirvana smoke. I had a Nirvana smoke with um, uh, the root, not the rooster. It's a old Joe Kranz. Mm. I had a Nirvana, my first smoke with old Joe Kranz. And I feel like a fraud. And this is kind of my tell all. We've talked about this before, uh, but now I'm like telling all. I thought it was great. Smoked it one time. And then I smoked it another probably dozen times. And every time after that, it was, in my own opinion, like pretty repulsive. I just, I just really did Dang. not enjoy it. And I wrote an article in the Briar Report that talked about um, it was the eight state burly one. I said this this eight state burly is not for me, which I spent. I smoked the whole damn ten I, that before I came to that conclusion, which I'm proud of. Uh, but I, <laughs> I will, I think, word for word, I'll never forget this. I said I'll stick to my my other burlies like Burley Flake, Old Joe Krantz, and then I think I named like one other, and. The next time I had old Joe Kranz, I was like, ooh, <laughs> yikes. So then I kept smoking it to try to like get myself to like it since I put my word on, you know, for, for someone else to to read in an article, which I do take a lot of pride in my writing. And I pretty much lied unintentionally. Dang. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I, I, I had that Nirvana smoke and ever since then it wasn't. So, so my point is you really got to take a lot of dedicated time. Uh, to each and every aspect of this hobby. And it, it, it requires a lot of patience, man. And it's it's scary. It's kind of scary because yeah. it's like you're spending so much. You're spending so much 
you know, emotional effort, financial money on it. And there's a lot of time going too. into it. Yeah. Yeah, point. exactly. So the thing you, we had talked the other day where you said you finally got away to have like a 30 minute smoke. 30 minutes is a long time, especially when okay. you have to say, get away to do a 30 minute smoke. Yeah. It that you don't often have that 30 minutes. So when you do use it, you want it to be effective. That's yeah. tough. And I was, I was thinking about this the other day. And then just now, as you were speaking, I was like, man, I, I have not smoked like a whole tin or a whole bag or whatever of tobacco through. And like, I have this strong desire as of late to really do that, to really get a tin, smoke the whole thing through. And, you know, coming up, um, I think there's going to be some, some good time but just in my head as i was as you were talking i was like i want to take march and just do like uh i don't want to do the mirsha march i think he did that last year was that a thing yeah do not don't don't do it um we're doing our our uh our legends of the pipe thing this march which we'll hopefully mention later we got to start mentioning that sooner but anyways um yeah i want to like do a everyday smoke in march i don't this don't please don't hold me to it and this is not one of those moments where you got to say, hey, did you smoke today, Nick? Do you smoke today? I don't know if I'm going to do it, but it's just in my head, like pick a, you know, pick a tobacco that I want to smoke, learn it and and really start understanding it. Because I think I'm I'm at the point where I feel like I need to have the patience and need to learn and truly understand this stuff, especially moving forward, like not only for myself, but but for everyone else listening, right? Like, I, I think, I think I owe them that at least uh, from, from my personal perspective and stuff like that. So yeah, it's just good, good perspectives that you were given um, through this, at least when you were explaining it, as I was reading, I was like, Oh, this is a fun little story. But as yeah. you kind of ex- explain it more, you know, I think it really gets to those, those nuances that we're talking about of like how to to really view this nightmare and how a new guy maybe should yeah definitely definitely have that patience yeah and and, and that's what i love about this series man because it is it is shrouded in a, in a funny kind of mm. approach and and of course dude we if you guys couldn't tell pipe as you please if you love if you hate aromatics yes. i'm not i'm not the problem is not hating aromatics the problem right. is being mean about it and same with english if you, if you can't stand english don't just go make fun of English. I mean, for the pursuit of okay. comedy, making fun of English guys, great. But, but for, for <laughs> the pursuit of being mean, you know, uh, it, it's maybe not as not as necessary. But no, I, I only kid, man. And, and you know, I mean, we have listeners from all over, which is Everywhere. really, really precious to us. Uh, yes. but, but What's uh, funny yeah, is man, pipe. those in, I was going to say, those in the UK and Britain are like our second second highest outside of the United States. So somehow they, they kind of get over my terrible accents and, and our, our jokes about them. And there's, I think there's a, at some point there's a mutual making fun of, you know, of us in our, uh, in our, uh, our Dude, ways. People love getting made fun of, getting made fun of in, in the spirit of comedy. You know what I mean? Like it's so good. That thing. Yeah. I, I love when I love hearing like British guys do American accents. <laughs> Or like, <laughs> they always. I feel like they always do a southern accent. They're like, back in America, guns and well, exactly, and, and, and that's kind of that's kind of why I'm glad we went with the the southern accent here because oh, yeah. you know it it does. There is a stereotype of you know Americans being 
all from Texas. I, I there's a uh, another true. I mean, I was almost a soldier, but me as a soldier, but there's another captain in my course. There's some lieutenants in, in as well, but there, there's this guy we were introducing ourselves, and um, <laughs> this captain stands up. Uh, we're, we're addressing a colonel. This guy has been in the army for like 33 years. He goes, "Sir, uh, I'm from the best country in the United States, Texas." <laughs> <laughs> I love. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Dude, that uh, awesome. You know, and then that—that's exactly what that, that would be a great dude. If you're if you're from England, man, and you're you're looking for a look for a good stand up bit, use that. There you go. Yeah, you say that in an American accent. You're gonna you're gonna win some uh, some laughs. But but no, man. I, I, I'll close this one up with with just explaining once more that and pipe as you please, and and the the the, the premise here is patience. You know you. To find what pleases you, to find what in the pipe, whether it's tobacco or or pipe shapes, sandblast styles, lengths, whatever it may be, you gotta put some time into it, and you gotta take that patience and uh, you know, really, really dive in. And it's hard, man. And then we're not saying it's not, but just understand that, you know, be patient with it in terms of don't quit. Uh, just you can back burner it, and, and maybe yeah, try try dedicating a whole month to a particular blend. This whole the past year. Or rather, since the new year, so the past month, <laughs> I, I've been I've been doing something similar. I've been been really trying to focus on one particular blend. Um, and and as I said in the beginning, right now it's it's Abingdon, and I'm going to continue to smoke that one. And yeah, a lot, I'm sure a lot of listeners too, man. As you guys listen, you're probably looking at your sellers and being like, you know what? Yeah, I probably don't crush as many tins as I would like to. You know, you're probably picking a little bit here, a little bit there. Uh, but but a lot of the experienced guys, the very experienced guys, have have you through patience have discovered what they like most out of all of the many hundreds and hundreds of blends and you know hundreds of types of pipes and they they have a, a ritual maybe it's their morning it's the scudo and at night it's the you know the different kind of deep english maybe it's you know nightcap you know great nightcap for the nightcap you know what i mean but i don't know it, it, it's something that we gotta gotta work towards and you know if you have some patience you'll find it Sigmoods. Sigmoods. Let's go. We got two. We got our always faithful ones. We got a little over under action. We got a little, we got a little this or that action. Um, so over under, we'll start with that one as we always do. This is our segment where the community asks Adam some topics, some questions about whether things are overrated or underrated. These are always, um, you know, besides maybe one sp- in like once a year special events. These are always pipe or tobacco related, you know, cigar, whatever it can be anything like that, but related to the field of pipes, tobacco, cigars, stuff like that, accessories regarding those things. So we got three today. The first one is actually kind of related to a discussion that we ended the main series with. Um, this is from our friend, uh, from the Discord, Frojo, great name. Um, he asks, using every bit of tobacco from a tin. And with this one, he had sent a picture of, um, I think it was EMP, 
and like he was down to the last little bit, last tiny little bit. So yeah, over overrated, underrated about using that last bit of tobacco all the way down. Um, that's interesting. I don't know. I don't really know how to answer that one. Hmm. I mean, because mm. I guess my question would be: Would someone just kind of like yeet it? Like, eh, that's not. Yeah, is that what the is it? I norm, normally I'd make it fit. Yeah, in the tobacco, or excuse me, in the pipe. But I guess if you, what, what what oftentimes happen is depending on the pipes you smoke, plural, you find yourself with whenever you get that blend and. You're like, okay, there's enough for maybe another smoke and you kind of throw in the back burner and then you grab that tin again and then you already have your pipe ready and you open it up and you're like, wow, there's just not enough. It's it's like, yeah, I don't even have a pipe small enough for this. And it's like mm. probably a, a small, like if you, you know, put your, your hand face down, you kind of cup it a little bit, that little circle that they say is like, right. like a tablespoon or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I eat it, man. So I guess keeping that. Using every bit of a tobacco, because that's overrated to me. <laughs> that's such like a not great look in terms of being being so wholesome that I try to be for the pipe community. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just there's so like I just have that problem, man. Well, you can see in my video when you know when Nick and I record and we we do a little little video together. You, up there is there there's a he, he's looking at a milk crate with a bunch of tins yeah. in it. There's a wicker basket with a bunch of more tins. There's, there's another wicker thing that old vintage pipe luggage or excuse me, luggage is used for pipe tobacco. Mm. I have so much tobacco, man. I'm just not concerned about, you know, 0.7 grams or <laughs> yeah. 0.7 grams of, you know, tobacco, unfortunately. No, yeah. I guess it, I think it's overrated. I, I'd get rid of it. Good. Hey, that's, that's a good one. All right. Next one from, I always love this name. I think he added his actual name in this time. Because I haven't seen it, but from Butt Nugget, <laughs> aka Corey. Um, again, all these names are from our Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club Discord. Check it out, show notes. But he asks, turning your pipe upside down to smoke it in the rain. Overrated, underrated. Great, great, uh, great submission, Butt Nugget. Uh, <laughs> I went to uh, when I was in college, when uh, military college, when I was a uh, cadre, like for the. The rooks, one of my rooks, a, a first year cadet at Norwich University. His name was his last name was Butling. Mm. Butling, and and I'm telling Butling. you, man, uh, I don't want to be mean, but if 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 there was someone who looked and acted like a Butling, that was this guy. Like his name was the epitome of his personality. <laughs> he didn't make it through the school. Um, sorry, Butling. I didn't. Train we had him. a. That's not me. That's on me. We had a Miss Butt. B U T T, Miss Butt. Yeah, she, Butling was B U T T L I N G, but yeah, it was Miss Butt she, cool? She was kind of more squared away. I think she survived the the training at our Virginia Tech Corps cadets. Go ahead. Anyways, she survived. She survived. I think she's well, in the Air Force now, shooting down Chinese spy balloons. Maybe. Hell yeah. No. <laughs> no. Well, well, let's see if uh, if turning your pipe upside down in the rain survives with me. Uh, very, um, I'm going to go underrated, man. I think I, I say underrated because every time I see it on, 
people will post it on Facebook and, and Instagram. Maybe not Instagram. Facebook, I got a weird relationship with the Facebook community. Um, I mean, there are a lot, of, a lot of listeners are out there on there, man. And every now and then you'll see me on there. And sometimes some of you, some of you, hey, they like they send you like the pointing, like, you know, kind of like the, I know, the, the Spider-Man meme, like, you know. Because I don't, my name's just Adam or whatever. But anyway, so a lot of times when these are posted, they get a lot of heat. They get a lot of flack. It's easy on Facebook to be mean. And, and there you go. And it's like attention seeking it at times. Like some people will kind of fuel that fire by posting photos of them smoking their pipe upside down in the rain it's a good tactic man it, it, it's a great tactic it works if you if you have mastered and i'm not saying i have but if you have mastered the art of hacking a pipe unlike mr millward uh and you turn that pipe upside down man you will have a good time it, it will perform just as you would if it was upright and of course yeah there's no literal water getting into um into that tobacco and and, and extinguishing that flame so I think it's great. I think it works really well. They work typically best with some of those shorter pipes. You know, you think about it, the longer it goes, um, the, like if you have a very long Bing's favorite kind of pipe, mm. you turn that upside down with each step. There's a lot of, you know, what, jewels? I'm trying to sound scientific. <laughs> Inertia. And there's power. A of, there's a lot of power, a lot of momentum and movement, and, and mm. each, each little yeah, bounce kind of will... will We'll throw out that that ash and that tobacco, but but you got a little cutty man, and it's kind of close, kind of close to the center mass of your uh, your mouth as as from where you're smoking. Should be pretty good, man. Heck yeah! All right, last piece from our good friend Piedmonicus, aka Nate. He asks accent pieces on pipes. What he means by this, I'm not exactly sure, but I think what. I would say is like my Yano's pipe has those little like emerald, not emerald, but like the little red, um, maybe what's a red Fordite Fordite, I guess. Yeah. The little, little dots on the bamboo. Yeah. Yeah. Probably Fordite, um, which is just paint essentially. Yeah. Um, But like maybe, maybe something like that. Or if there's like a little orbs or, uh, okay. So yeah. So outside when we, when we talk accents, let's not say, the use of bamboo or, you know, silver spigots or any, any of that kind of stuff. Um, so maybe, maybe like the, the faux ivory or sometimes real ivory. I don't, I still don't understand how that is a thing, but there are pipes with real ivory on them. Um, I think they're cool. I, I don't really like horn that much on my pipes. Um, sometimes the little horn or, or little ivory kind of accent piece can be cool. If it's if it's small, so a big thing right now that's kind of growing, and a lot of artists and pipe makers that I respect and, and appreciate, and some I've collected some of their works are adding the longer horn. And to me, it's hard to explain horn if you're not familiar. It, it's essentially like this weird marble. It's like a whitish grayish marble color. Uh, it's it's normally like a straight looking grain, and it's almost like it's see-through like you can almost see through tran- translucent we've had this oh gosh we've had this problem before not this again <laughs> it, it's almost like you can see through it um, but it is cloudy it's a little it is opaque um but i don't know man i i will have to post a photo for for what i'm referencing in the galactic get by pipe club maybe maybe producer guy can do that so i don't screw this one up mm. but i don't know I'm, I'm not really liking those so i think i'm gonna go I hate to do this, man. I hate saying I hate saying cool things or or new things or 
that make this less niche are overrated. But in, in my opinion, I think at least with the horn, like the bigger, longer horn pieces, it's a little bit overrated to me. I, I appreciate the, I come to the, the smoking pipe cause I, I love the qualities of the wood. Uh, so I, I do prefer more wood, whether it's sandblasted, rusticated or not. Um, I appreciate those characteristics. And I think the horn just kind of takes away from it. But if you have a little ring, a little, little, little accent ring, I like that. It kind of gives a little bit of flavor to, to the pipe and a little bit of, it showcases a little bit of artistry uh, from the artisan himself uh, and skill. So um, you're, you're kind of getting a two for there, but for the most part, I'm a, uh, I don't even want to say underrated because I do appreciate the little rings. There we go. Any kind of ring accent piece that isn't the horn, the long horn piece, properly rated. If it's the, mm. the horn, which I will post in the Discord, uh, I, I think that, in my opinion, is un- overrated. Perfect. Well, if you have any more burning over-under topics or questions you want to ask, Adam, send them to our Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club. Join up. There is a specific channel for pretty much every segment that you know we have or accept submissions to or you can do it to show at getpiped.com Next segment today is a little bit of this or that, and we have a we have a uh, specific topic in terms of this or that. So, for those of you again who do not know what this or that is, this or that is our discussion on two, you know, sort of counter topics, and we choose one. We choose this one, or we choose that one. Uh, this does not have to be pipe smoking related. So today we have a little bit of. A little alcohol, little alcoholic. Not that we're alcoholics, but we're we're talking alcohol here. So we got five. Um, these are all from one member of our amazing, amazing galactic get piped pipe club. And uh, yeah, they. This is these are some great ones. These are from again our good friend Frojo. All alcohol related. So Adam. Without further ado, let's start with the first one. First one is beer or spirits? Beer. Beer. Okay. Dude, I love beer, man. Um, dude, I'm for the listeners, I have a very interesting upbringing when it comes to alcohol and my view on it. But give you the long and skitty, I didn't start drinking until I was 21 and a half. And then I had my first beer with a friend because I was joining the military, I was going to be an officer, and I was like, man, alcohol is a problem in the military, or rather, it, it stems most of the problems, DUIs. Um, True. A lot of other bad Violence. Stuff violence, you know, domestic violence, you know, assaults, anything. A lot of it stems from alcohol. So for the folks who are trying to get better or have questions or I need to assist those soldiers in, in times of need, whether they were the the bad guy in the situation or the good guy, whatever it may be, I felt it important to understand at least what I was talking about. Um, 
So then I can at least move and, and act as a leader in a position of empathy as opposed to sympathy and, right. and you know, at least base my, my decisions. It would, it would have, it would have felt very hypocritical if I'd never had a drip of alcohol and say, Oh, well, soldiers, you shouldn't drink because this and this, or, you know, moderate your drinking because, you know, it just, it just would have been ingenuine to me. So, so I had my buddy, you know, <laughs> teach me what beer was and we, just had some beer at a, at his place one one Christmas vacation, and um, I found out that it was okay. It w- it was okay until uh, I went to back a couple days early to college, and I had my very first beer with uh, uh, one of my good friends, Caleb. You guys, all, you've you've heard of Caleb? He's a subscriber at the uh, the We Dream level. <laughs> um, you know, Caleb and I had a beer. Caleb Edmund. Caleb was a little more experienced at the, his at this point in life. <laughs> with beer and, I mean, he has you know, how many siblings? I mean, oh gosh, he's got eleven. Eleven. He's one of them. <laughs> he's he's the seventh. And um, yeah, so I remember we were at this beer, which literally, literally just me and him at the bar at this bar. I'd never been to a bar and sat at a bar and asked for beer, man. <laughs> so he goes up to the Caleb, the barman's like, Caleb, what do you want? He's like, I'll take like a Bud Light, something like lame. And then he looks at me, and before before he asked me, I asked Caleb, and he's like, Oh, I don't know. You just gotta gotta try something. And when he asked me, I just looked at all the taps and I read the one that looked the coolest. And I thought it was going to be like, like, I didn't know if I was going to order. I didn't know if they had things on for sale that were like bad in terms of, oh, you're going to get that. Ha ha ha. Like, right. I, I didn't know. I didn't know how the world works. So I said Guinness because that's the one I saw. It had a cool, like black, very powerful looking thing. And I was like, oh man, are they going to look at me like, no, you didn't just order Guinness. <gasps> how dare you? you know, like I had no clue because I just said something. And he comes out and he puts he puts the glass on the on the the bar and I was like wow that is dark it's like really dark like I didn't even know beer came in that color <laughs> it was black and uh, I had a sip man and the rest was fucking history and it's the best beer of all time uh, but ever since then man I, I've been a, I have found some appreciation for beer um, I do appreciate a good spirits but um, yeah right now I'm drinking my Budweiser Zero which is a non alcoholic beer. Because I like the taste dude, of beer. I love that, dude. I'm I'm a big NA guy right now. I'm a I need big a, NA guy. I need to grab some of the Guinness zeros. I need those to, are wicked good. I need to get some NA. There's um, there's a company called, and you maybe have heard them. Now you're I in think the so. in the CrossFit scene. Athletic, Athletic Brew. I yeah. knew you were gonna say that. I've never tried it. I've never tried it, but I've heard I've heard decent things. Um. Yeah, the, but, the, uh, the the fabled Gavin has tried them, and ooh, he said they're pretty good. When am I going to meet Gavin? One day. When you come, he listen. Uh, sometimes he listens. I don't know if he's going to get this far in okay. this episode, but he. he uh, whenever you, I think you said you talked about it, Tom. You were coming up here. Just be like, hey man, just just come to my buddy's Nick's house. Nick's house. We'll we'll all hang out. We'll crush probably some would non alcoholic beers. Dude, NAs, that's what he says. Dude, that's why I say he's... NAs. <laughs> he's like, they got any NAs, bro? And I'm like, what the hell is an NA, dude? Like, oh, like non-alcoholic? Nah, nah. You just call it that. I don't know. I think anyway, you're beer. the only one that calls it that. No. Um, okay. I would say beer as well. Yep. I just, spirits are just like too easy to go too far. Like. They're very occasional based for me. Yeah, I like a good whiskey though, which we're gonna get into here. But um, okay, anyways, beer. 
So next one, clear or dark spirits, if we were to choose a choose spirits. Yeah, so for sure, dark. Dark, yeah. Meaning oh, whiskey, whiskey, right? See, I'm still kind of a noob. Yeah, whiskey like clear is like dark. Tequila. Clear is tequila, vodka, gin. You could do a dark spirit of like a rum, like a like a dark rum. Yeah, okay, um, definitely dark. Rum, whiskey, whiskey, Irish whiskey, bourbon, even yep. some scotch. Yeah, I like yep. those. So, well, what's funny is actually the rest of these ones are involving spirits, so none of them oh. involve beer. So, anyways, um, next one: Scotch whiskey or Irish whiskey? Irish, yeah, Scotch man, the peat, P E A T. That's like that smokiness or literal yeah. smokiness, which is ironic. You would think, you know, cigar guys and pipe guys would like that peatiness, and well, in reality, a lot of them do. Well, for me, no, I, I, oh, yeah. I had, if I, I've definitely told the story of the Mount the Washington. The Lagavulin? Yeah. Or no, what, not the Lagavulin was good, actually, okay. but I've, you know, real I don't quick, think I've very this. quick. No change. I won't make this long. I went to. Yeah, you. We, no, we, you I, yeah, well, it'll be long. When, okay. when I got married, our oh. honeymoon, we had like a four day little excursion at the Mount Washington Hotel, which, fun fact, this past weekend at time of recording in 2023, had the the top of Mount Washington, the actual mountain, had wind a wind chill of minus like one twelve. <gasps> Isn't that insane? That is wild. Yeah, the Northeast got destroyed. So if you guys are in the Northeast and you got that huge cold spell, rip. Uh, I hope, hopefully, yeah, rip. I hope everyone's okay. <laughs> but anyway, so we were at this hotel, and very beautiful hotel. Look it up when you get a chance. Please look it up. Uh, just look at the first picture. It's just it is one of the most beautiful things you've ever seen. Mount Washington Hotel. And it's in New Hampshire, and and we were we were there for our honeymoon. We went to the they have a little speakeasy, which was at one time a real speakeasy, really cool. You could see like a little peephole to see outside where uh, you're in the basement, but it was it's a little hole in a wall uh, that was a cave, a man made cave, and they had like this little you know impromptu bar, had a little porthole so you could see the front steps. So it was like one of those almost like you're in like a submarine looking Mm. through the little uh, what do you call those. Um, periscope yeah, yeah, yeah and it goes up and you can see the front so if, if cops came uh they had like a, a rug they'd throw the rug up and then there was a little trap door and they just throw all the spirits into this one jar throw the throw the top back on and then the rug back over and they're like no we weren't drinking here officer i know it's 1920 or whatever <laughs> year when was the prohibition yeah 1920s or when did it end when was the uh-huh. amendment 19 19- uh-huh. 20... I'm not a damn scholar. You're the one who's doing school. I wish I was a scholar. Anyway, so it was really <laughs> cool. Uh, we're at the bar and I asked the guy, I'm like, hey, what's the one thing you get if you're only going to get it once in your life? I was like, I, w- I, was, I wanted to spend like $1,000 on like a shot. <laughs> well, I don't really make those. That's not really a thing, but that's kind of what I was implying. I just wanted the highest quality thing. And he's like, oh, I got you. You want xyz i don't know what it was because i didn't even know what the difference between whiskey or scotch was at the time i'm like okay and he gets in this top 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 shelf bottle pours a glass i take one sip like and i take baby sips especially when i'm drinking that kind of stuff like i didn't i didn't want it as a, a little shot it was to be a sipping thing i take one sip and it will literally tasted like the battle of thermopylae every <laughs> all 300 men are smoking cigars before the battle and then they <laughs> spit the ash into a cup and then i drink oh, the, the ash spit of 
300 angry war mongering <laughs> Spartans. It was disgusting, man. I literally oh thought I was gosh. like drinking a blended up cigar. And it was funny. Like I look at, I look at get wifed and I'm like brand new get wifed. I, I was looking at just got wifed. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, wow, this sucks. She's like, are you going to tell him? I'm like, Oh, I, I have to. He comes over. Oh, how is it? Oh, it's great. I love it, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up drinking the whole thing. This, this super peaty thing. It had to have been the most peaty scotch out there. And dude, I got so hung over off, off that one thing. And I, I wouldn't, we were, we really weren't doing much drinking. I don't know if Pete makes you hung over or whatever, but yeah, oh, I, w- I remember laying in bed, like on my damn honeymoon, just feeling so, so, so sick. But anyway, that's a, that's so an interesting, Pete. that's an interesting point. Cause like when we're in Vegas, dehydrated, hadn't eaten much, hadn't drank much. Mm-hmm. Like we were just crushing Irish whiskey and it was good to go. Like good to go. It was delicious. Dude, they know what they're doing up there. They do. So I will also go with Irish whiskey. I agree. If you had asked me maybe like a year or two ago, I might have said scotch. Honestly, I might have said scotch just because I don't think I really had understood and appreciated Irish whiskey. Um, But yeah, definitely now as of time of recording, Irish whiskey for sure. Um, Next one, tequila or vodka? Mm, that's you probably don't have much. You, I mean, you might, I, I, let's see. I'm trying to think which one I would do. I mean, I'm just thinking of the rock right now and little, yeah. little did you have little, that? The Terramana? Yeah, I got yeah. some. Which, which one? I got both. I got both. Oh, which one do you like? Um, or didn't, I don't remember. I don't, I'd have to look. At the bottles, because I know they have the was it the Rosado or yeah, which is, is a darker, and then they have the Blanco. Actually, I, I think they think, have a third one now. I think I like the Rosado. Rosado. I think I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I think I like. Uh, wait, what, what was it? It was tequila or vodka. Or vodka. Um, I would say. I've had like really, really top shelf like tequila in uh, like margaritas. Mm. And those are sometimes tasty. And I do like normally I would say I hate tequila. Um, again, I'm not a big clear like vodka or <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> not a clear <laughs> vodka guy. Not a clear spirits guy. Uh, but sometimes like I don't know. Even those margaritas at, at Vegas Hotel was definitely like, I think they're like one dollar margarita or like two oh. wicked cheap. They really had no alcohol in them. No so alcohol. That's why they were so cheap. They were tasty. So, uh, I, what do you have vodka with? Like, what's like a vodka drink? Um, like cosmopolitan. <laughs> Cosmo. I don't even know. I think no, I'm gonna go with tequila um, just because I don't know any. Like a vodka, yeah. like a vodka cranberry. You do vodka no. and like orange juice. Um, no. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I would do tequila. I would I drink tequila. Yeah, I would. I would drink tequila straight. Like I did that with, with the Terramana. I had a straight man. I had the Rosado, and I did not like it. But I heard the Blanco was more for dude. The f- most fire drink I would have during the summer. This was when I was working from home. So I was working from home while also drinking. Phenomenal. COVID was just a wild time. <laughs> COVID. Man. COVID was the best thing that ever happened to me. America. The world. Just kidding. Yeah, was, not serious. No, yeah, but. not 
that's it. It was wild. Anyways, um, I would get like a 12 pack or 24 pack of Coronas and I would take a sip or two of the first part of it. And then I would put a shot or two of tequila in it. And then I would put grenadine in it, like a shot of grenadine. And I think I did like an orange slice or something. And then I would like kind of tip it over, tip it back. And I got a Corona sunrise and it was the most refreshing drink on like a hot summer day. You know, when those July freaking 107 days, dude. Oh, yeah. It was so good. Wow. Uh, I didn't know two, that. Dude, two of those and you're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, but uh, yeah, I'll do tequila. I'll do tequila as well. So well, there you go. All right. Last this or that question. Again, thank you, Frojo, for all these. The last one is well or top shelf? Huh? Do you not know what well is? Well is no. like well. I was like well. I was like yeah. Did I, I I like had to scroll. I was like, did I miss a word? Did I? Miss? <laughs> no, it's like the it's a well um like a well drink is typically at like um weddings and stuff. They do like well drinks, like just some cheap bourbon or whatever. So it's like cheap versus expensive, essentially. Oh, well, as in like I don't know what it's I'm, like. <laughs> Like, like a well, or well, like yeah. uh, the well is whatever water we got, water. or let's say well. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know it's not that one. Well, <laughs> well, um, I do like I do like the more expensive. No, dude, it's interesting. I, I I've had this battle. I, I'm gonna go with top shelf, and it, I don't understand alcohol, man, because because the top shelf stuff. To me, it tastes good because it tastes less alcoholy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like I like top shelf tequila because it tastes less like tequila. So doesn't well, that make me like not a real fan of tequila? No. So that's the thing. Like top shelf tequila is like real tequila. So Robin, producer wife, uh, was in was on a cruise and they did a tequila taste testing of like real aged, you know, nine. 12 year, whatever it is, aged tequila. And what they were explaining is a lot of the mass produced stuff that we have nowadays, the agave plant is not aged properly. So it gets that super strong taste. So she's not, I don't think she's a big tequila drinker, but she was like, when I had this flight of just straight tequilas, it was wonderful. Like they went down super easy. So to me, I would argue that maybe you're more of a, like enthusiast of that specific um drink see i would disagree because i feel like really? that's it's easy like it went down easy doesn't that mean no i think like, that's good i mean well, yeah it's was... good but any that's the that's my point is that anyone can appreciate it because it's easy so it's like i love like oh this this whiskey's so smooth it doesn't have that bite but what i'm like isn't that the point of whiskey is to have like a bite and be you know alcohol and I, strong and then when I'm like, how do I get the one that tastes the least make my face quiver? It's interesting. It's hmm. a very interesting thing. I would I would argue that we want the less face quiver. The less face exactly. quiver. Exactly. So that that's why I feel like a fake fan, because then it, at that point it's like 
know, you're just drinking slightly dark spirit. I, I don't know. We gotta for those of you who are true spirits and there true are con- true connoisseurs out there, let us know. I I would guide us. Guide us. I I would also choose top shelf, um, just because I think there's not less about the the actual taste because I think they've shown like multiple things like if you're not like an an actual connoisseur of certain things you you and I would not be able to tell the difference typically for you know like a well drink versus a top shelf that being said there's something about the experience of ordering like a top shelf things mm. like like oh when we went to that pub by me what was that what was that glass of whiskey it was like just a glass was like Where? 50 something dollars remember at the pub when you and our other buddy oh, came pub. to visit yeah it, um, oh in virginia was, yeah yeah virginia um what was it um <laughs> i want to say o'doul's oh, O'Malley's or, yeah um, grace o'malley's Mal- grace o'malley's was it really oh my i just made, grace just made o'malley's. Yeah. <laughs> grace o'malley's it's uh it's a great pub in in uh downtown norfolk um yeah you Very you would you'd ordered a uh, a whiskey they had and you're like yeah you know i think your dad it was like maybe it was just past your birthday your dad had given you like a hundred bucks and you're like yeah i'm gonna get the mm. most top shelf whiskey and you got it and i think you're like eh <laughs> you're like yeah, yeah exactly that good. but um yeah it was one all thing part i want to learn is part of the one thing i want to learn is wine that one mm. i feel like it's easier to understand because it's not like yeah See, it is, but it isn't. I, uh, producer exactly. wife, producer wife, and I. Again, this is quick aside. We did a wine tasting thing at a. So we stayed at this nice hotel in DC. It's called the Army Navy Club. It's literally two blocks away from the White House. It was really cool. Um, basically, gifted a membership there for like two years from her old neighbor. We ha- still had to pay for the hotel. It was very expensive. Anyways, they had a wine tasting night. It was like $25 each, you know, drink wine, have, you know, nice hors d'oeuvres and food and stuff and kind of schmooze with all these other people. And they had a competition, a wine tasting competition. If you won, you got like a free basket of wine or whatever. They had like 12 different wines or something. And we're supposed to go taste test each one and say like, oh, which, what type is each? And we're like, we don't know what we're talking about. I don't oh. even know which oh, one's no. a red wine, which one's a white wine. So we do it and we're just having a blast. We're, we're having fun. And we hand it into the lady and she looks at it and she like looks it up and up and down and just like looks at us and is like mouth kind of open, like half open. Like, do you know what the f- you guys are talking Ooh. about? Like, it wasn't like mean per se. It was, it was kind of more judgy of like, uh, yeah, you guys are kind of stupid. Um, but it was uh it was so fun. Definitely look back on that and laugh at all these other Isn't that funny? Schm- all these other schmoozy people they're all like, Oh yeah, my my dad's an ambassador for Lithuania yeah. and we're just like we just spent way too much money on a room that we don't even like. You know? Yeah. Imagine <laughs> was, like a, a imagine like a pipe tobacco tasting and it was like, Hey, try these twelve things and you gotta say what it is. No chance would any real pipe smoker 
grab that list from you and like give you that look. If they were they'd all be wrong. like, they'd be like, I don't even know what they. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, they'd be like, they'd they'd be like, oh, you you got some learning to do. Let's let's talk about yeah. it. You know what I mean? It would I be know. like a a pleasant. It'd be like, oh, this is actually kind of funny. Like, yeah, man, these are all wrong, but you know, like let me let's explain why. And that's that's super interesting. It would never be like judgy, but that's. That's it's coffee, exactly. But that's the DC culture. I mean, it's all just like fake. Yeah. And anyways, but uh, well, that has been a little prolonged this or that. If you have any other this that's you want us to talk about, again, they don't have to be pipe smoking. They can be related to anything: food, movies, alcohol, uh, anything. Send them our way. Best place to do that again is the GGPPC Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club. There's a specific channel for this or that, or send them to show at getpipe.com. concluded episode 57 we're closing in on 60 i don't know what that means but we're nothing nothing we're definitely closing in on legends of the pipe we're closing in on chicago Mm -hmm. um yeah man just a just a lot of great stuff coming up and uh happy to to do it alongside your brother so oh yeah where can where can uh where can people find you if they want to see See more about you here. Hear more of your sultry voice. <laughs> Do I have a sultry voice? I don't know. A lot of people don't think so, unfortunately. But You know what I do have? A great YouTube channel, youtube.com slash get piped. And it's one of the premier locations for online pipe content regarding video. Uh, if you know of a man, his name is Captain Kirk. Also, go look him up. What's his? Oh, true. I think it's Captain uh, Captain underscore Kirk Kirk thirty two thirty two. Yeah, but is that his YouTube? I think so. I'm checking go right ahead now. right so now. Keep, if you want some, going. you want some some also premiere content um, in in his own way. A lot of fun stuff. A lot of fun lives that we've we've been doing these uh, sipping sipping spins, and he'll s- drink a little bit, smoke a little bit, play some really cool music from his. Uh, Record player. Um, anyway, so my point about Captain Kirk, look him up on YouTube. Captain Kirk, pipe smoker, and you'll find him. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's, there you go, with K's. It's a K A P T A I N Kirk, K I R K 32, at Captain Kirk 32. There we go. Good friend go. And, a, and a member of the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club as well. Phenomenal friend, and it makes way more consistent videos than me. Um, but but the other day I was reading, <laughs> I was reading something and um, someone was asking about the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club, which you should also join, uh, but was saying, how long have you guys been here? You guys OGs or whatnot? Uh, where'd you come from? And there was a little discussion that ensued and Captain Kirk uh, started, jumped in and was explaining how he got here. He said, I followed Adam on on YouTube first, then IG, listened to the pilot episode of the podcast. Thank you so much. And then Umber, another very prominent Umber Piper, uh, invited me to the server. And then when I saw the logo, I was like, oh, yeah, it's the YouTube guy with the good hair. <laughs> Kirk, dude. And the thing is, like, he didn't tag me in that. Like, that was just a conversation piece. <laughs> and I somehow I happened to this. see it. 
I know, was, I know. I was, was, I was very fortunate to see it. Uh, very, very nice. It was a, I think it was a few days ago. They were just having some mm. origins of how they got into the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club. Okay. Um, but before we can get to the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club, we got to talk about Instagram. As uh, Captain Kirk mentioned, Instagram is at get underscore pipe. But if you follow me, make sure you follow my right hand man, GPP underscore producer guy. Now, the GGPPCC. Galactic Get Pipe Pipe, pipe Club. 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 Okay, no C. Yeet that last C uh, is our <laughs> online Discord server where you can have a ton of fun. You can say what the heck ever you want until it's like really mean, then you get kicked. But assuming you follow the rules, just be nice. You talk about pipes, you talk about tobacco, you talk about some of your favorite hobbies. Maybe you're a leather worker, maybe you're a you know a whittler, you know, maybe you like knitting. I don't know. You can throw it in there. We'd be happy to talk about it with you. Premier content server uh, for for pipe smoking, and we're at about four, just over four hundred members. Um, no, we are well over 400. Well over? What's well yeah. over? Yeah, 442. Wow, very close. 441. As of oh, no, you're you're lying. I, wow, I you dude, I am on fire today. 441. Oh my gosh! Wow. Because <laughs> I was wow. gonna say, like, if you said anything under 442, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna count 441. <laughs> like, that's not well over. So I just, yeah. it's funny how you're quote well over and my well over. A little bit different. Yeah, it was, it was pretty <laughs> in sync. Pretty in sync. Wow. Okay, yeah. Join, be the 443rd person uh, to the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe server, and we'll, we'll have a good time. Yeah, for sure. But like we kind of mentioned earlier in this episode, don't forget to follow or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting app. And while you're at it, give us a rating and a review on those apps as well. We're trying to get to that Spotify 100. Why? I don't know. We're just trying to do it. Literally so no reason. <laughs> literally no just to say like, oh yeah, we have 100 reviews or ratings on Spotify. Um, but, you know, while you're at it, don't forget to share with your friends, with any pipe smokers of new pipe smoking age in terms of their new pipe smokers. Maybe they're old pipe smokers. Maybe they're just, they've, they're have they cigar smokers, right? Where I, I guarantee 20... Guarantee you 2023 is the age, the time when Get Piped dips dips their toe a little more into cigars. Stay tuned. But don't just share with the men. Share with the women and the children too. Of course, if they're over 21 years old, because we had a good friend of ours say like every... T- <laughs> let's get let's get who's a who's a law guy somebody criminal justice but like why can't like i can i can't a lot of this isn't i've been really good about keeping it together (laughs) until right now but i watched uh you ever heard of nathan nathan what's his name nathan against the world or nathan does comedy or no nathan for you you've heard of nathan for you no He's this guy, he's a lot of folks listening or know know what I'm talking about. He's this very awkward guy, but he does like this uh this like reality TV kind of show. And so there's one episode where it's like, I'm gonna do the most daring stunt of all time. I need to escape from this, you know, Houdini jacket um in the next in, in seven minutes. But if I fail, I'm up against one of the worst punishments of all time my clothes will be ripped off and then I will immediately expose, be indecently exposed to a group of fifth graders. And then it pans <laughs> the camera. And there's a bunch of fifth graders sitting in bleachers watching. 
It's like I'm putting my ti- the title of a, fr- a pedophile for the rest of my life on the line. <laughs> okay, and it's like I've, he's very. You have. I've to, seen right? that video. I've seen that one. Hilarious. So he does one where it's like he he goes to a, <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a packy a little package store uh, alcohol store uh, which is like not performing well or something. And he's like, and we've devised a plan to sell far more alcohol than we ever have before. And then it pans to the front of the store and it says, we sell alcohol to minors. <laughs> <laughs> and so like he, they literally sell alcohol to minors and then like, they're like, Oh, thank you. And then they're like, Oh, not yet. And then they grab it back and they put a tag on it. They're like, uh, come back on your 21st birthday and this will be right there. And they put it on a shelf. They're like, wait, but I thought, I was buying it. And he's like, well, you did buy it. You just can't consume it. Um, so, so anyway, so I'm, I'm using that to explain like, you know, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe if the feds are listening, they're going to be pissed. And if there's a rule, but is there anything that says like a kid can't listen to this? I don't like, he's not like, I'm not, I'm not putting tobacco into his mouth and having him. Yeah. Consume it, Cause know? isn't so, there, um, was it, uh, is it pipe smag? Does Brian. Yeah. Pipe smag does a, does a, um, a little if if you're if remember if you're not 21 or older then make sure to click off this episode thank you i don't you. think that's brian <laughs> that's absolutely brian's voice no it was not no it was not but anyways and we're back with the pice magazine radio <laughs> <laughs> brian's just punching the air right now He's like, those, damn punching the air. <laughs> those damn kids we got the, we got we got the europeans the the freaking southern men and the brian levine's punch in the air right now oh my gosh but yeah i don't i don't know if there is so if you haven't already share with all the children in your neighborhood in an appropriate <laughs> manner every single one you see a child out there <laughs> hey listen to get my podcast oh man but uh yeah we 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 definitely appreciate it and uh it's it's been a it's been a fun journey so far but <laughs> as we always end the podcasts adam Sir, Mr. Get Piped, what are your wise words of wisdom this week for our wonderful, wonderful listeners? Dude, fun episode, man. I appreciate you uh, getting through that one with me. Uh, <laughs> and for all the listeners, I appreciate you guys so, so much. Today's Today we're going to talk. Uh, the funny thing is, to this day, 57 in, I still really kind of pull these off on the spot. So I don't know if Love maybe it. they're not very wisdom-y. That's probably the appeal of it. Well, you know, okay. Be- yeah, I was going to say, I would argue it's maybe more wisdomy because it's like, what? you just have wisdom. it. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Okay. I, I don't think wi- wisdom isn't necessarily learned. It's gained. That's it's true. it's yeah, that's received. That's so true. like, if someone has wisdom, they should just be able to just, just give it. So, all right, carry on. Wow. You're, that was you're, bold. Hopefully I, can, hopefully I can just... Yeah. But- I can't even make the... My, my mic's kind of muting my little pop noise. Yeah. You're gay. Um, I just gassed you up. All right, go ahead. Well, it's funny. The very first episode, like when Nick and I were figuring out, he's like, and what are your wise words of wisdom? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was not in the script. <laughs> and it just kept coming back. So, uh, okay. So so today, of course, we, we, we had talked to patients and, and I do kind of want to touch on that. Uh, you know, I, I really appreciated what our producer guy here said where, he does want to kind of dedicate a month to figuring out, you know, getting through your tins, man. That is a huge, you can learn so much by getting through a tin. And, and maybe at the very end of the day, it's I, the, the only takeaways you have, or I didn't like that, or I liked that. 
that, mm. that could be it. But, but furthermore, you might find, you know, your understanding of, of, you know, different Orientals increases your understanding of the Latakia, uh, maybe Perique. That's something I'm learning with this tin of Abingdon as I'm going through. Uh, I will say my tin is aged. Um, and it is, it is a deep English blend. Um, and, and it's t- 2017. Uh, so, so you got to take into account. So if you're smoking older tins, I, you got to understand where you're, where you're gauging your, um, level of appreciation. You know, I wouldn't maybe say this tin of Virginia from 2005, Orlick, Orlick's my favorite blend. Then you buy a hundred tins of Orlick and you start smoking all of it every day. And each tin, you're like, oh, this sucks. Oh, this isn't good. Oh, this is worse. Oh, I don't like it. That's because <laughs> obviously your tobacco changes, but, but, but use some patience, man, and, and try to figure something out, get, get through some of those tins. Um, but, but the last thing I want to say is to, to kind of be like a, Work towards being a student of the craft. Uh, you know, just just every day. This is something I'm really struggling with. Uh, there's 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 a lot of books out there on pipe smoking, and I recommend them to be. I recommend them to be read, not because they're going to give you some kind of crazy insight on how to unlock flavor of your tobacco or you know make you able to pack your pipe better, but it just gives you a fun understanding of the sphere. And the same thing when we talked about, um, father of the flame in our episode a few years ago, a few years ago, man, day, a few, few weeks ago, uh, with that prior breakdown, it just helps to increase that worldly knowledge. I was having a really good discussion with a uh, redeem pipes the other day. Um, Ben Smith, a cl- <laughs> I'll never not say it. Classic. The guy was like, first guy to say, Hey, look, it's get pipe. Uh, <laughs> redeem pipes r- runs an estate pipe. Um, account and he he purchases and sells uh pipes and you should totally check him out but uh we were having a conversation uh just just the other night on instagram and he was explaining i, I was asking him how does he learn so much about these estate pipes like i can send him a photo out of 10 pipes i find i could send him he would be able to tell me what seven to eight of those were i'd say seven definite and then eight maybe would be like slightly off and then maybe the last two um the the ninth and the tenth would be off or whatever. I think I just still have. That's but it's impressive. It's a very good record. Seven out of ten. Yeah. That's very good. And I, and I'm taking myself. I'm taking pride on seeing scrolling through Instagram, not looking at the names, and seeing pipes that I'm like, oh wait, I know that style. I know that guy. I'm pretty sure is you know David Huber or whatever. Uh, I mean, well that one's that one's pretty easy because his style is very very iconic and very unique. But right. um, you know. We were at we were at a, a pipe show and uh, Neil Neil showed me a couple pipes from a local guy and uh, Cashwell pipes. I still owe a conversation on him. Remind me in the next episode. And he was like, "This one, what what, do you, what does this remind you of?" I was like, "Uh, reminds me of like a Yes Conowitz." And he's like, "Yeah, because I have one." And and my friend over here, this carver, came to my place, looked at my pipes, and said, "Oh, that looks like a pretty pipe. Let me make something like that." You know what I mean? So so. While I knew it wasn't a yes pipe, I was able to identify who it mm. typically looked like. And, and that's just such an interesting thing. And and part of that comes, and it, there's, it's just for your own appreciation. And, you know, there's no one's winning, you know, the lottery out of this. There's no gambling game at Vegas. That's like, oh, guess the pipe maker. You know what I mean? So it's just all for fun, man. But if you're, listening to, if you're listening to me two hours into a pipe smoking podcast, man, it, you'd probably appreciate, you know, getting into some of those books. And, uh, you know, just studying some of those artisans is something that producer guy and I have to do to yep. continue to learn, continue to appreciate. 
And, uh, you know, that's how we, we keep this hobby going, man. It's how we keep the conversations going. It's how we keep the pipe smoking. And it's how we say you have just been piped. And until the next piping, we are out.